Every holiday season, countless children deal with hardships at home that make it difficult to have hope. The W. Stephen Martin Toy Drive is here to help with just that. I'm Rebecca Freeman, and on today's episode of The Public Pulse, I sit down with W. himself to discuss the story behind the toy drive and the lasting impact it's had on over a million children's lives. To get started, could you give an overview of what exactly the toy drive is and what it's all about? The program is actually uh, one that started in 1984. We are over 7 million toys, and those toys have been given out through uh, men and women in law enforcement, in fire, in national emergencies, in earthquakes throughout the country, but the majority are right here in Maricopa County. If you are listening and you go, how could I help out? It's pretty simple. Just think of when you were between 8 and about 13 years of age. And what would have been cool if you were just shopping on the internet or walking <laughs> through a mall and you went, wow, I would love to have that. Oh, yeah. What exactly drove you to start doing the toy drive in the very beginning? Well, the toy drive has been something that I learned as a very small child. Uh, my parents were extremely poor. My father died uh, when I was eight years old. And I saw a lot of really nice people come up and drop off food and drop off toys and just come around to check on our family. And I always told my mother, because she said, we can never repay them. And I said, well, maybe someday. <laughs> so I went into the radio business, and I started out of high school. Uh, I was 17. I'm 17. <laughs> nice. Well, and that's the first time I was on the radio. Cool. I, I was at a little rock and roll radio station in Phoenix called Kriz. <laughs> K-R-I-Z. The thing that mesmerized me the most was how a person on a microphone can make a person sitting in a car or listening at home feel like they're right there with them. Aww. I thought, well, how can I make my mother and my brothers and sisters happy? Because I'm poor. I'm as <laughs> poor as they are. Oh, yeah. So the reality of being in poverty means you struggle to find a way out. Absolutely. So those are the things that made me think of what's the happiest thing in my life. And it was radio. Aww. People on the radio laughing, smiling, joking, telling each other, hey, everything is going to be okay. Stick mm -hmm. around. You're going to win $1,000. <laughs> and I went, all right. Hey, <laughs> Sounds I good. could do that. <laughs> I could, man, that would be great. So radio gave me hope. Mm -hmm. But most of all, it gave me a smile because I knew in, in radio life, those people on the radio were not unhappy. Uh -huh. And if they were, they disguised it really well. So I wanted to be on the radio. And that's why I chose in high school to become the radio station janitor. Oh! I cleaned out garbage cans and I dusted wow. things and had anything to be around so I could learn how to run a control board. Mm -hmm. So you could get your foot in the door. Get, yep. Absolutely. And once I got my foot in, there was no letting go. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't move my foot. They couldn't Aww. shut the door. Good. So then when did the toy drive come into the picture? Well, the official toy drive. I've been giving toys out since I first started my charity on the radio at 19. Oh, wow. And it was for socks and underwear for a group out in 
the East Valley that was okay. a boys ranch and girls ranch. So you've always been always back to been there. Huh. Uh, it didn't involve police and fire at yeah. that time. It really more involved something that I knew that you know for Christmas I was going to get socks or underwear. <laughs> That's all. So we you started had money donating. <laughs> so I said okay. So uh, and then I started with motorcycle rides. Okay. I was on the air one day, just like right now. Somebody listening, and I said, "Hey, let's ditch. Hmm. If you have a motorcycle and you want to join me, I'm going to ride to Tucson, and all you have to do." is bring me some socks or some underwear for oh, a boy and girl. So it was sort of like a contest? Yes. Oh, it okay. was everybody that brought something. I actually gave away T-shirts and things mm-hmm. like that from the radio station. And the very first ride I ever had had 50 motorcycles. Holy cow. <laughs> so it was, uh, But it's the power of the microphone. And yeah. it's the power of radio. And it's the power of listening and the most important part of that power is the power to show people that care that they count. Oh. So the toy drive that you're currently running, um, how did you get started with that one? Uh, this toy drive that is called the 911 Police and Fire Toy mm-hmm. Drive uh, started when I was on the air and a lady called me and she said, Mr. Martin, you don't know me, but my husband was a Tempe police officer and he was killed in the line of duty. His name is Officer Hawk. And I know that every year we would adopt two families that he had met and we would go out and give them some toys. <laughs> and so I thought, well, I've lost him and I didn't really have the money to do it. So I'm calling and asking you because I hear you talk about giving away toys every year. Could you give me some toys to grant the wishes of these two families that my husband met? Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, It was absolutely so cool. And so I I went, yeah, absolutely, Tony. That was her name. Mm -hmm. And I said, Tony, you guys come in. It operated out of my garage. Oh, wow. And I filled a three-car garage. and Filled? (laughs) Filled. That's crazy. Filled it. But it's because, again, people care. Uh, We gave his wife four toys for every child in that family. Oh, that's a and, lot. Uh, it's a lot so of So that's toys. how it adds up so quickly. Oh, okay. sure. And we average about 180,000 toys a year. Oh, that's so, a lot. And you know where the toys come from? Uh, people donating. People listening right now. Yeah. You know, most of our, our contributions come from people who can only afford one or two gifts to give away. So they want to make it count. For sure. But we give toys away year-round. Not too long ago, you guys probably saw on television a big fire that took out about 12 apartments in West Phoenix. Oh, yeah. And you know what? We called. I called uh, the uh, fire department, called the police department, and I said, I want to give you toys so those children have something to hope for. Mm -hmm. So we just distributed to 21 or 22 children. Wow. Four toys each. That's and a we, lot. It's great, though. Yeah. And it's all because somebody brought a box and put a toy in it, and 88.7 walked right up and said, I can feel the pulse of this community. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're going to find out how important a pulse is, because you know what you are if you don't have a pulse? Dead. You're dead. <laughs> You're gone. <laughs>
So what inspires you to keep doing the toy drive every year? Um, the inspiration behind all of the collecting. I just delivered a toy box to one of our locations. I've done about 40 of them this year. Oh, wow. And I hand wrap them, close them, decorate them, and deliver them. Because, again, let's go back to that word hope. Mm -hmm. I hope that somebody will see that box that heard about this toy drive, Mm -hmm. and they'll bring us a gift. Nice. The people that are listening right now can choose to make a difference. Absolutely. So you and I need to say thanks to them right now. Thank you. Oh, big question that I had um, when I was doing research on the toy drive. Why law enforcement? Why um, is it that you have the law enforcement delivering the gifts specifically? We have uh, an average of around 500 blue Santas, police Santas. Mm -hmm. We have a couple of hundred fire Santas. And who in the world would know better a situation when they walk into a home, domestic violence, uh, people with no money, It's something they fight about. They get hurt about. Mm. So the little children don't understand. So an officer will walk in and he'll say, you know, okay, we've got this settled down. What do these kids get for Christmas? Are you kidding? There is no Christmas in our house because we don't have any money. We can't afford food. We can't afford rent. Mm. And that officer will say, tell you what I'll do. Let me adopt your family. Let's get these three kids something they'd like. And the officer will bring it back. And do you know, in most cases, when a policeman comes to a home where there's domestic violence, the number one thing that said, the police came and took your dad, and if you're not good, they'll come and take you. Oh, jeez. And does that scare the garbage out of the... Absolutely. Yeah. And that's not why the police are there. That's terrifying, yeah. Absolutely. But that child sees that officer now as the bad. Yeah. Yeah to balance that a little bit. Mm -hmm. When that officer comes back into that home and they have these bags of toys and they say, hey, I'm, um, you know, Officer Smith from the uh, Mesa Police Department and I got these gifts, I hope it helps you. And if you ever need help, just call 911. Tell them Officer Smith said it was okay. Okay, I so see. So you're building a bridge of understanding as opposed to a bridge of fear. That's a really good way to put it. Okay. Um, is it the same case for the firefighters as well? Uh, fire departments get a lot of toys at Christmas, hmm. but they have nowhere to store them, nowhere to put them, nowhere to sort them, no way to choose families except in November, December. Okay. So through our program, it's Mm year-round. Most of our firefighters are in smaller communities, Mm -hmm. little areas, uh, where they don't really have a good base financial uh, status, and they don't have toys. Mm -hmm. So we take toys all around as far as last year, El Centro, California. Oh, wow. That's really fun. So we (laughs) we took over uh, probably four or 500 toys. That's a lot. We delivered toys to a family of three girls that lives in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. I didn't even know people could live there. <laughs> they can. That's crazy. But, you know, if you go down the, the uh, South Trail, yeah, about uh, three miles from there, there's a village, and there's about 30 families that oh live goodness. there. Oh, my goodness. And one of their huts burned out. And so a firefighter called me and he goes, I know, I know we're not in your area, but we really need help. Uh-huh. So I said, not a problem. I'll help you. 
any time during the year. So then the toys that are collected from the toy drive, specifically during November and December, they're stored throughout the year? And then the, do they get delivered throughout the year as well? Uh, our bigger warehouse is in Glendale. Mm-hmm. And let's say an officer calls from Tucson. Mm-hmm. And goes, hey, we just had this incident where, you know, the mother and father were killed. The uh, issue is they're taking the kids somewhere. And we're trying to get them some gifts. We do what we call a, a uh, officer toy hop. And I'll have Phoenix officers drive them to Casa Grande. Casa Grande will send them on to Pima and Pinnell County. And they deliver toys within... 24 hours of a request. Oh, jeez. Oh, my goodness. That's that's incredible. It's just so fun. Yeah. It just makes such a big difference. These blue Santas that you were talking about, are they specific officers who deliver toys year-round? Or, like, what exactly is a blue Santa? A blue Santa is a man or woman in law enforcement or fire that wants to help out, and all they need is an official ID card. They can participate one year, or we have one officer who's been with us for 37 years. Oh my goodness. And he takes on about four or five homes in his community, and he goes out and he delivers with a blue Santa hat on. And it's so cool. So, I mean, uh, any officer, any firefighter can participate Mm -hmm. all year long. So then in order to donate a toy, is it like there's a specific list of what toys need to be purchased or do you just purchase anything and then bring it to the box? You can give anything for senior citizens. I tell them, here's the best way. Get your granddaughter. Have her go with you. And pick something. Make it a shopping day. Make it a memory of today and a gift that will count and make a memory for tomorrow. Oh, that's adorable. (laughs) All of the um, locations of courtesy, automotive, Chevrolet in Phoenix, the Jeep store, uh, Ram, Dodge out in Mesa, Apache Junction. Mm -hmm. You can go there. They have boxes up. They go up the day after Thanksgiving. Okay. And you can donate it at about 100 locations. Mm -hmm. But we know that 88.7 is going to be the big toy box. (laughs) Um, So is there a limit on how many toys you can donate? Uh, No. Okay, sounds good. No, no, no. <laughs> but make it a good gift. You know, of course. If, if you're only going to give away a basketball because there's three for $12, mm-hmm. take that $12 and buy one good one. Yeah, that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, so it'll last the kid longer. For it'll sure. It'll make a better impression. We have a program and we don't usually promote it because it's such an important part of our toy giveaway. Uh-huh. Uh, It's called the Suicide Santa. And we average three calls a year here in Maricopa County. And it's generally a young female with children who has nothing. And so what we do is we have toy drive or midnight Santa stash houses all over the valley. There's about 30 of them. And when we get from the crisis hotline a suicide call Mm -hmm. or potential suicide call, uh, how old are your kids? What's the matter? Well, I have nothing to give them. I'm just not going to wake up and see my kids disappointed in me again. Well, they'll be more disappointed if you're not around. And we'll get you some toys. And so we have officers in the slower parts from midnight until around 7, 8 a.m. They'll go to a stash house and they will pick up the gifts and deliver them right to the door of that person in need. Oh, wow. It's so cool. Yeah. 
That's so immediate, too. That yep. would immediately make an impact. Well, think of the good karma. If you buy a purse, you know, maybe you put a 5 or $10 gift card in there. That little girl can go to the store. She has a purse. She can pull out her gift card, and she can buy something she wants. And, and look at this smile. You want to feel good Christmas morning? You go and do that. And when you sit down and you think, there's a little girl opening that purse with that little makeup kit or that gift card in it right now. I am making a difference. We have uh, this year given away our 7 millionth toy. And it was 1 million children total. Uh, they over each... a, it's about a million and a half. Okay, because they each receive four. Is right. That okay. And then the ones that we give during the year, we don't even count. Yeah. I mean, it's such a. So it's innumerable. Yes. That, say that again. That was what? <laughs> innumerable can you think of any meaningful stories from your experience with the toy drive that you've had like any story that sticks out to you of a certain family or a certain gift or a certain year you know what every year there's one or two last year it was dropping toys from a helicopter in the what? bottom of the grand canyon oh there was a helicopter yeah, oh, okay. yeah i mean and we had uh, a little boy in phoenix who was sitting out on a curb about 2 a.m and he was probably seven or eight and this uh, officer went by and saw him sitting out there and went oh there's something wrong here mm-hmm. and so they pulled up and stopped and the officer got out and he said hey are you okay and he goes yeah and he goes well why are you out here at two o'clock in the morning and he started crying again his Aww. eyes were all red he goes my mom just told me there's no santa claus Aww. and i really wanted and he told him whatever the gift was oh and he goes well what is your name and he goes christopher he said well christopher and this is part of our tops program toys on patrol mm. he goes uh let me ask you this. Have you moved lately? And he goes, oh, we move a couple times a year. He said, well, how do you expect Santa to find you? It's easier for your mom to say there is no Santa. He can't <laughs> find you. So he goes over and he pops the trunk on the patrol unit and he looks around and the toy the little boy wanted was in the back of their <gasps> patrol car. He goes, Christopher, I got your gift. Santa left it with no us way. because you moved. Uh, we have a couple of young ladies that come back to the toy drive now. They're adults, and they come back and they bring toys every year. And the first year that the main lady came back, she said, I remember that police officer coming up to my door with gifts. And a few years later, I saw W. Stephen on Channel 10, and he was talking about how they give away gifts to the police. And I went, that's where I got Christmas. She probably brings between $300 and $500 worth of gifts Whoa. every year. Now, her life is so much better, and yet she remembers how important her gift was. All right. Thank you so much for coming in today. You're welcome. Um, are there any other uh, things you want to shout out for places people can go to donate? Evet, 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 Evet. East Valley Institute of Technology main campus on Main Street in downtown Mesa. With a pretty Christmas box up front. And we want presents every day. Absolutely. All you have to do to make a difference is care. If you don't have the money to show you care, put on a smile. And if you have 10 or $20 you could go buy a gift for, go buy that gift and help us continue to make young boys and girls make it a great Christmas and make it one where we honor everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Public Pulse. 
The W. Stephen Martin Toy Drive has places to donate all throughout the valley. To learn more, head over to 911toydrive.com. I'm Rebecca Freeman, and you're listening to 88.7 The Pulse.